there. Nobody was catching me. I, I know that. Well, you were running away from people by the end of that. Yeah. Did you think you were that fast? Not really, but. I- <laughs> It's what, well, it's one of those things, Rusty, that we, we've we've hammered in in practice. Like you're going this direction, and all of you on kickoffs going this direction. If you just run fast and no one touches you, you there's no one that can catch you. And and I I would have given him a lot of you know stuff if, if the kicker got him, but he made a nice move on the kicker, and luckily he ran past him because otherwise he would have never heard of the end of that if he got tackled by a kicker. But he that, did, he did a great job. That was a one on one with that kicker too. <clears throat> what where'd you learn all the moves that you made? Is that- uh, watching NFL football. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Michael Gibbons joins us too. Michael, thanks for coming in this morning. Um, I want to talk with you a little bit about what you're seeing because I know the the I like giving people a chance to hear X's and O's, and I know the running game uh, in this offense. Correct me if I'm wrong. Zone blocking. So there's not. See, in my day, it was like, okay, we're going to run a, a 22 power, which means the two back gets the ball and runs over the guard. I mean, that was the way. You kind of have to see how the play develops as you're doing that, don't you? Yeah, I have to kind of read off where I'm supposed to be going. What, what are you looking at when you, when you get that ball? What are you looking for as, as in where you're going to go? Well, this week, Coach is putting a read key, and that helped me a lot this week rather than just running behind my teammates. So whenever they – I'm just supposed to go off of where they uh, move them or push them. Okay, so what are you? What in particular, what specifically, are you looking at when you get the ball? I'm looking at uh, the tackle. Okay. And then once my eyes are back towards the uh, linebacker. Okay. So as you get the ball, you're trying to see what they're doing, and that makes your decision on what you're going to do. Yeah. Because I know that's a little more complicated than, like I said, in the old days, you just take it and run right over the guy that whose number it was. And, right. and, and the way this is designed is to give them an option to find the best the best route through. Yeah, and, and that's the whole idea behind it is, is if, you, if we're going to zones, right, we have ability instead of, like you said, if we're going to the two-hole, the two-back goes to the two-hole, well, what if there's someone in his way, right? This is if we, we're aiming – our aiming point is X gap, but if someone shows up, we have the ability to bounce – to another gap or cut back to another gap. Um, again, it just gives us more ability to to run the ball and have an, have an offense that, like I said, is, is able to adapt on the fly depending on what the defense does. Michael, how do you feel about about that? I mean, do you like that, that you have a choice of where you're going to go and, and make that decision? Yeah, I like that um, because I get the decision on where to cut and which gaps to go and run. But I also have to trust my teammates a lot. Is that an issue? I mean, you know, I mean, they got their assignments too. Do you know? I mean, that's the other thing. Do you know the blocking assignments? Have you gone through that to that extent? Yeah. So you know what these guys are looking at too. Mm-hmm. That that probably helps too. Yeah, it does. Blake, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about defense. You had a couple of light up hits last uh, last night. Um, you know, you're at safety, correct? Yeah. What are you looking at? Because I know once again, defensively, you what what are you reading? I guess. Well, I've been having troubles and looking in the backfield at the quarterback, but I've recently been reading the end of the line and seeing if like the tight end's going out for a pass or if he's blocking. If he's blocking, then I'm I'm flying downfield. Right. And that's in your position. That's the decision-making process of you know, you got to decide run or pass. Yeah, it's just it, it, after a while. Once you see, once they're going out for a pass, you start to get a hang of it, and then you know you're making big plays. 
What were you looking at last night? I mean, early on in that running game, they were having a lot of success. I mean, what what were you seeing as that, as that was developing? Well, they didn't really run a pass out of out of T what they were running. So, I mean, I was just watching the end of the line, but I was I was like before pre-snap, I was like I'm going downfield, I'm hitting somebody. Were they able to do something? I mean, they had some early success. You guys adjusted. Uh, don't you feel later on in the game? To yeah, we we adjusted to T. I mean, our linemen, they were they were doing really good on holding their linemen, and then outside linebackers were just they were they were, it was just all around really good. Let's talk about that a second too. It kind of flows downhill. You, those guys up front, once again, the guys up front, if they're not basically, they just got to hold their guy, don't they? Ba- yeah. If they if they do their job, then the linebackers are going to do their job. Then everybody's if everybody does their job right, then it just. Everything it, goes so well. It all flows back to you, which is, you know. Yeah. You're also end up on an island that way. If yeah. You <laughs> what does that feel like when you see that go? And it's like, oh, boy, it's just me and him, and he's coming. I'm coming for his ankles. <laughs> good answer. Thank That's you. a good answer. Go make a play. Find a way to make a play. <laughs> Michael, how do you feel about how the running game's going? I mean, I felt like you guys played better last night. You got a lot more accomplished. Yeah, I feel like uh, as of team our whole team confidence was, was boosted since it was 0-3 against 0-3 team so I, we need that for every game what is your responsibility i mean you're, you're out catching passes too right are you in pass patterns yeah, a couple plays, yeah. um do you uh, okay I, i'm getting the okay i won't go any further i'll let it die there there's a few smiles that i uh, uh, we, we had the opportunity <laughs> we we put a little trick play in obviously this week and and uh max had the opportunity the one we threw a little now screen oh, out, yeah. out to Max, and, and it was wide open. Max just chucked it up, and Michael never found the ball. I mean, it was it wasn't against anything Michael did wrong. It was just yeah, it was just a it was just a bad timing. Otherwise, Michael walks in the end zone for another one too. So it was just like I said, one of those things that you practice all week long. It works great all week, and then the game get happens. It just happens a little too fast, and we didn't quite execute. But that's. You know, it's like yeah. I said, that's nothing on that's nothing on Michael at all. I, I remember the play, Michael. I'll give you some. I'm, I'm an old baseball coach. You need to get some fly balls because that thing was a, that was a floater out into to the gap. Yeah. You had to run under that. So anyway, uh, Blake, you play both offense and defense. What do you like best? Of defense, defense okay. because I can hit somebody. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a different guy to play defense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, you got to have that mindset of uh, I want to hit somebody. And I, I'm assuming that you actually probably kind of prefer it when they run the football there. Yeah, 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 it's fun. Yeah. What's the hardest part for you in coverage? I, I always thought that's just an, that's a tough thing to do is to cover a receiver. What's the hardest part of that? Uh, Just, I don't know, like knowing your assignment because if the guy next to you doesn't do his assignment, then the play goes, it just goes wrong. So, you know, you got to do your stuff. And, yeah, that's, that's really it. <laughs> How do you assess where you guys are at as a unit right now? I mean, how do you feel about the way you played last night? Have you been getting better in your mind? Yeah, I think we've been getting better. We did take a big step last night. I mean, we were scoring touchdowns. Everybody was getting hype. It was it was fun. Michael, how about you looking at the, the running game is coming along, and it's got to be – I mean, obviously, that's an integral part of anything you're going to do is being able to run the football. How do you feel about where you're at? I feel like we're pretty good. Like, last night <clears> – <throat> I feel like we leveled up, and if we have the confidence and the same mentality as we did going into the, uh, the game last night, then we can succeed and win more games. What do you think is the main thing you need to work on? Um, 
Like as a team or me? Team. Well, let's start with a team, then I'll come to you. Okay, You'll get a, a chance. Team, I think we need to be more aggressive, and then as well with uh, just all-around team confidence. Right. How about you? Where 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 are you looking at? I thought you want to get better. I want to get better at uh, running the ball. Just yeah. generally yeah. in in. Now, how fast is he? He's a fast guy. I haven't seen him in open space yet. So, uh, you you a fast guy? Or can you beat Blake in a, in a race? Probably not. No. <laughs> He's shaking his head. No. I'm thinking when we go to commercial break, we're going to take you guys out here on the road. We're going to line you up and see which one can run faster. But um, that that's a big part of what both of you guys do is being able to run, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Blake, how about you? What do you what do you think your defense needs to work on? Definitely wrapping up. I feel like everybody's just trying to leave with their shoulder and trying to truck a guy rather than wrap him up and get him. How about you individually? What do you want to get better at? I want to get better at uh, probably attacking him like faster than I am because usually I wait till they get across the line of scrimmage, but I need to start attacking them before they get across the line of scrimmage and reading, uh, run faster. So once again, getting used to the, the reads you have. And you mentioned something earlier that you hear all the time uh, – you know, it's kind of a buzz thing with people in my profession. Oh, I got caught looking in the backfield. But that, and, and it's really the case with both of you, especially on defense. If you're watching the ball, you're in trouble, aren't you? Yeah. How is that? That's got to be that's, – that's not normal. I mean, everybody – I'm watching the ball. Everybody's watching the ball. I mean, that, that's got to be tough. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, if it doesn't go to your side, you still have an assignment to do. You still have to contain the outside because if it bounces back to your side, then, you know, you can't just go chase the ball. I'm going to ask both of you guys, you're both sophomores. I mean, how do, you, how do you feel about where the team is at right now? Michael, how about you? Um, I feel like we can be a much better team overall. Like last night, we leveled up, and if we do more of that, we will definitely keep progressing. But as the years go by, we're just rebuilding the program yeah. right now. Blake, how about you? How do you feel about where you're at? Um, we did take a big step last night, yeah. I feel like we could do way better than what we did last night. We're capable of a lot more than that. Uh, everybody just needs to do their assignment. Real good. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your day and coming in and talking to us this morning. Coach, how do you feel about these two guys? I mean, you got to feel like both of them had a really nice night last night. Well, yeah, it's great to see. I mean, Michael had you know, 13 carries for 51 yards, um, you know, and that could have very easily been more than that. I mean, we just had – couple short fields that we had you know we had the one three yard rush for Xander on their own end zone and um you know we got behind and and when you're behind it's tough to continue to run the ball I mean obviously we were running the ball well you know but when you're down two scores you got to find a way to get scores quicker you know and, and unfortunately if we, if we could said if we could have ran the ball with Michael Moore we would have um but again he's he's continuing to get better that offensive line up front is starting to continue to gel and um those five guys up front are working hard and <clears throat> No, no, we got a, we had an injury last night, you know, with one of our linemen. So, you know, we got a next man up, like, you know, and he's going to fill into that, that void. And, um, you know, and hopefully CJ's not out too long, but whoever that is steps in and, and it continues to, continues to gel with that, that unit up front, you know, and then, and then with Blake on defense, you know, Coach Corbett and the defensive staff with, with Coach Gervin and, um, Coach Tingledine and stuff are, are continuing to work with that defense. I mean, each, this, this conference each week is a completely different scheme. I mean, we went yeah. from, you know, double tight, you know, flex bone type stuff to a little bit more eye to next week back to flex bone, and then we'll go to spread. And so each week is a different, you know, animal on that on that defensive side of the ball. So they just got to continue to 
stay in the film and stay and, you know, trust the coaches and what we're teaching. And, um, you know, they're going to continue to get better too. Gentlemen, thanks again for coming in. I know you got a meeting, so I'm going to let you get to it. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with uh, Adam Hanley, so stay tuned. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is a real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, or you can reach them by calling 936-9797. The Floor Store and More, your hometown flooring store and mainstay in downtown Plymouth for over 40 years. They offer vinyl plank flooring, ceramic and porcelain tile, hardwood flooring, luxurious Dreamweaver and carpets. They also offer Oxford House window blinds made right here in Indiana. Quality products at affordable prices with expert service and installation. The Floor Store and more for all your flooring needs in downtown Plymouth. Stop and shop or call 574-936-5666. Just look for the big red awning. Fiber optic cable carries data literally at the speed of light. Get up to one gigabyte. Marshall County Fiber will make your old connection feel like dial-up. It's unaffected by radio wave interference and can be submerged in water without issue and is not as susceptible to harsh temperatures. Fiber does not waver with strong winds, cloudy skies, or heavy rainfall. That kind of reliability helps deliver excellent quality internet, video, and phone. Fiber optic cable keeps data secure. It is very difficult to tap into and gather data without alerting our network operations team to an attack. We offer several packages at varying rates and speeds to fit your needs. Call Marshall County Fiber at 574-223-2191 to get signed up today. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And it's segment two. We have uh, Plymouth head football coach Adam Hanley with us this morning. And um, the here, here's the thing that I thought of this morning as I'm sitting here, um, before you guys got here, is the fact that, you know, that last night was frustrating. We talked about how frustrating it was after the game, but... It's good that it was frustrating because there was something there. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know, you you you, yeah. you can see that light, and that makes everything just a step more frustrating because you know you're on the verge. Yeah, and 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 that's what we talked about, kind of just briefly on the sideline, and and then, and then in the coach's office after the game was like, that was the first game we've been in, right? I mean, this is game four, and unfortunately, we had some blowouts early on, but the first game our starters played the entire game. You know, and there was some there was some cramping, right? Yeah. And there was some some you know that kind of stuff, which again is is good to see because you only cramp when your body is is getting to that exhaustion stage, right? right. Now it's also bad to see because they're not taking care of their body. Yeah. So it's that catch twenty two of like we we've we've a couple of those guys have put it all out there. I mean, Carter Bush is one of them that was cramping up, right? So he 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 put it on the line, right? He put everything he had in the tank out there. Now. Was he was he prepared, you know, during the week, hydrating that kind of stuff? We don't know, but but the fact that he was able to show that out there was good for us to see that too. Um, you know that it's at, at times where we we feel like we haven't necessarily put in the most effort, um, or 
you know, <clears throat> taking plays off or things like that. It was good to see last night, you know, some of those guys that were, you know, full on, full go. And, and last night we, we tried something a little bit new. Where we, we, we truly had 11 offensive starters and 11 defensive starters last night. You know, and we said, this is what we're going to do, you know, going into this week. And we have some guys that potentially could play both sides of the ball, no doubt about it. You know, right. there was guys that definitely could could physically start on both sides of the ball. Um, but we said going into this game, like the opportunity to to have this, we were, you know, a couple guys away. So we said, let's make it happen this week and see what happens, you know. And um, then we had the ability, as soon as they got off the field, to take all 11 of them, sit them down, talk through some things. You know, and, and on offense and defense, and then and go out and make those adjustments and, and move forward. So, yeah, I mean, we're like you said, we're we're getting there. And, and again, the kid, like the energy from the sideline, the energy from the crowd, like all that kind of stuff is exciting, right? I mean, first home game, all that kind of stuff. Crowd was, was there was a decent amount of crowd there, and um, the kids feed off that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they they thrive on that. I mean, big play here, there, you know, the pump block, we the place was going nuts, and um, you know, one play later we put it in, and and, and again, I think. The kids felt that, right? The kids felt what it's like to be in a game, and the kids felt like what it's to be like on a Friday night, right? I mean, that yeah. that is that is Friday night lights, right? That is the epitome of of what it's supposed to look like and feel like. Now they've got that feel, right? Now they know what it what it's like to be in a game and compete and to fight. Um, and then we just got to, like I said, we just got to sure up some mistakes and, and 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 continue to compete and continue to fight. Well, one thing that you know I didn't think about till right now, you had a lot of guys playing. Their first varsity game on that field too. Oh, I mean, for sure. You've been gone for three weeks. Yeah. You're home. This first time a lot of them have seen the home locker room and the field on game. Night. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, and that was one of the things too we talked about. Like that. That is, you know, you should have those little butterflies in your stomach before the game, right? That's a good thing, right? That means you care. That means you're invested in the program. That means you, you know, you want to go out and, and succeed. So those, 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 you know, butterflies in your stomach before the game yeah. are great. Now, when the kickoff happens. We gotta go play football, right? right? We gotta go execute, right? There's no staring out into the lights and staring into you know outer space and, and you know figuring out like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? No, this yeah. is the game of football. You've played it the last three weeks. It just happens to be on our own our own turf and yeah. you know in your own crowd and in the red jerseys finally, right? So like that's about the only thing that's different. I mean, it's still a game of football. There's still 11 guys on the other side of the ball. Um, so I'm gonna go to. I don't mean to give you a PTSD moment, but <laughs> yeah, uh, you score that touchdown with about two minutes left. In the first half, and you go out for the first time this season, fourteen to seven. You, you've adjusted to some things they were doing earlier. You're looking good, and then all of a sudden, the last two minutes of that half, everything goes crazy. Yeah. And yeah. and what what did you see in in yeah. that period of time? <clears throat> so we were up fourteen seven, and they went down and actually scored to tie it up fourteen all. Um, and then we got the ball with about two minutes left. And what we did is we um, we, we said, hey, we said if we get to midfield with about minute 30 or whatever it was like we're gonna we're gonna take a shot right i mean and i think i, I don't remember i mix up the two drives they were back-to-back drives but one of the drives um we had we had we had a guy open on our sideline that we wanted to try to get the ball to exploit a one-on-one matchup and we just didn't execute you know and then and then the sec so this is this is where we were at right we were at we were at that point where it was like we had the lead you know and i think we again it all kind of blurs together yeah. we, we could look at the drive chart later on but I think I think what ended up happening is we were we were driving um, and then we threw the interception. That wasn't the one that went for six, but they ended up scoring on the next on the next play to go up twenty one fourteen. And then we, we we got the ball. I think it was a touchback or we had a return to the thirty five right. or whatever. And it was I think a minute minute thirty left. And we said, hey, we got another little trick play in the back pocket. If we break one off big here, 
we're going to keep going. Yeah. You know, and it, again, we was, it was 21-14. We knew they were getting the ball at the second half. Um, so we didn't want to, you know, that at that point in our mind, we don't want to go down two scores at the second half that they were to come out and score. So we were like, let's go, let's go down and try to score if we get a good big play here. So we run, <clears throat> we run a little reverse to Blaylock, and he rips yeah. off 25. You know, and, and so we're like, we're in business, right? We're in business right now. And uh, we were at midfield there, and, and had, like I said, had a guy open, just just missed him high, you know. And that that's something we talked about as a coaching staff. We haven't necessarily um, repped. I mean, you don't you don't want to rep, hey, throw an interception, go find a way to make a tackle, right? You don't want to rep that because right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're putting yeah, bad memories yeah, in their head. Yeah. But but at that point in the game, you know, there you, you just got to find a way to get that kid on the ground, right? You got to find a way. To, to allow our defense to go back on the field and make a stop, you know, before halftime. So, um, like I said, that's just something we haven't talked about, haven't repped, and that's, like I said, something that, we, you know, we think about. I was like, well, interception's going to happen, so let's let's find a way to, to, to get him down on the ground. But, we, we yeah, we, we, we kind of, like I said, shot ourselves in the foot and went down, you know, in halftime, down two scores, and, and that's tough, right? It's tough to overcome 14 points, especially when they start the ball, start with the ball in the second half. But, <clears throat> I mean, there's no doubt – no doubt in our minds that we what we needed to do in that situation, we 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 attempted to do. You know, we just yeah. didn't execute. You know, and it looks bad, obviously, for for everyone in the crowd. Well, why are you throwing the ball? And why? You, and, and again, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's frustrating, I'm sure, but for our kids to realize that, you know, we we again win. We could have ran the ball three times and went to halftime, right? right? But but what is that teaching our kids? Right? What is that teaching our kids that we're gonna just be content with with taking a seven point lead to halftime. Okay, maybe we do, but we also have to understand we had a big play because we we said right before the huddle, if this doesn't go for big, huddle up. There's no tempo, but right. it went for twenty five, right? So they they executed the play like we asked them to do, you know, and we go for twenty five, and then like I said, we're in business. I mean, we got fifty yards to go with a minute twelve left, and and um, then we had a timeout or two, or maybe even all three at that point, um, you know, to to use. You know, and, I, and like I said, I think there's there's no doubt in that we don't regret those decisions at all. I mean, we, we that's what we're going to stand on. We're going to we're going to be firm on those decisions that we made. And um, like I said, as a staff, we we felt that that was the best thing in that situation. You mentioned Playlock. There's a couple of guys. He's one of them who's you know we're calling his name a little bit. He's getting sure. a chance to play. He had uh, he had a decent night as well. Yeah, I got him for. Let's see here. Yeah, I got him for <clears throat> three catches for 22 yards, and then he had that run for 25. So, I mean, he's, again, another sophomore. I know it's shocking, right? Sophomore that's <laughs> out there getting playing time. And he was a kid that um, has done really well on, on the JV level, and we um, reward that, right? I mean, we reward the kid that's been working his butt off in practice and working his butt off in, at the JV level. And this was at one of those, like I said, one of those times where it was, well, we've got you know, got guys on both sides of the ball right. that are playing, and let, let's find a kid that's going to step up and, and do it. And he was that kid. And again, for his first, I mean, true, this is truly his first varsity game, yeah. regardless of the last three. He hasn't played yet. Um, for him to come out and play, you know, and get three catches for 22 and then have that run on that reverse for 25, it's fantastic to see. I'm, I'm not, sh I, I think I know the answer to this one. The tempo worked again. Is that, that kind of maybe starting to become a package in your mind for certain points in the game other than under two-minute drill? Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's that's how we scored our first one. <clears throat> that's how we scored our first touchdown was a little tempo. And, again, our kids – I think our, do, our, our kids actually do enjoy it a little bit. I mean, I think that they 
they, they want to go that tempo, you know, and I think that's something that hardest part last night was the officials. They couldn't get the ball spotted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, yeah. we're on the line and, and like snap the ball and the officials standing over top of that. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't a first down. There was no chains moving. Get out of the way. Yeah. You know, so that was our biggest struggle last night was then they were holding us up. Yeah. You know, and, and while was, he was a couple of times, they had 10 guys on the field because they were changing out people and like, that's fantastic for us, right? right? They're they're going to be straight vanilla. They're not going to blitz anybody. They're going to – and that's what we need, right? I mean, that is that is what our kids need at this point. You know, when they start stunting and doing twists and doing things and bringing extra guys, we, we struggle right now with that. So to get them to be vanilla is, is huge. Um, the other thing, you know, we're talking about you can see things. And I haven't seen film, obviously, and my angle really probably isn't close to the best one on the field, but – Watching Xander throw the ball, even the interceptions, what what I'm looking at is a there, – there is an opening there, but the window is so small that he's not getting it into there to, to get it to the – I guess what I'm saying is as he gets bigger, stronger, and smarter – those interceptions and things like that are going to become big plays. Well, and, and, it's, and it's that, those bigger, stronger, faster thing, but it's also some footwork issue, right? So, like, and our, Coach Garrity is working with our quarterbacks and, and you know, things like that. And, and, and what happens with our offensive line and our running backs and our receivers, right, is, is the footwork, right? If we're not thinking about our footwork, then everything else is happening better. So he has to continue to – he still struggles with some of his footwork. You know, and again, he's a sophomore, yeah, right? Exactly. He's not. He's not perfect. We don't expect him to be perfect. Um, you know, but but just some footwork, right? If we're throwing a slant over the middle, our foot, our feet have to turn that direction, and we have to throw that direction too. And um, he's going to continue to get better with that, and we're going to continue to coach him up with that. But yeah, and and there are small windows, right? And and the only way to simulate that, you know, in game like situation is is game like. You can't. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that linebacker out there, they're flying around. You know, we've got a scout team that does it, but it's not the same, right? So um, we had some good looks that we like to see, you know, and, and uh, like I said, he's going to continue to hopefully get faster. And he did. He did. A, he, he was better tonight or last night with our read option stuff too. You know, he had, he had some, you know, rushing yards on the ground. Obviously, you take away a couple of the sacks, but he had another 40 yards rushing, you know. I mean, I think he had a couple, two or three sacks in there, so – you take away, I don't know, probably 10 yards. So he probably had 50 yards total rushing, which is great to see with the quarterback, you know, a mobile quarterback like him. So, Yeah, I, I he looked a lot more like the quarterback we saw in the first game. Yeah, absolutely. A lot more. Absolutely. Like he, he definitely was a little more confident in, in, you know, going into that game too. I'm I'm learning some things about the game. Uh, I One thing is if, if something's working, don't change it. I kind of – they they were had us on our heels with that full house, that, that double tight tee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then go to the one back, and we. What was the difference between? Because it seemed like our defense was just eating up the one back. Well, they just yeah. I, I think they when they went to their one back stuff, they did a lot more pulling of guards, and and they just didn't yeah they didn't execute it well. Um, you know, and, I, and that's why in the second half, I don't think you saw them anything else yeah. but but T because they talked about it at halftime. Yeah, what's well, why? Why are we changing anything up? Right, you know so. Um, and I think again, they're they're in that same boat as us, right? They're still trying to find their identity. I think their coach wants to be in that single back stuff because they've got good athletes like fourteen. I mean, he he showed his his speed on us on that that long touchdown pass. Um, so they want a guy, they want guys like that to get out in open space, right? So I think that's his biggest struggle, you know, over there is trying to figure out a way to get him the ball. And he put him in that tee, and he had a nice couple good carries in that tee too. But 
Yeah, I know, and and that was what I was thinking. Why did why did you even go to that more than? I mean, the first time that happened, I would have said, "Nah, we're yeah. we're gonna go to some. We're staying with the other." But but we adjusted to that too. That's the good news. Early yes. on, they were just yes. carving us up, yes. and then as the game went on, yes. But talk about that offense a little bit too, because I don't think people understand. All they see is the ball in a guy's hands, and him. There is a lot of misdirection that goes mm-hmm. on in that backfield, and you can get caught. Looking in the backfield, exactly, really easily. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole idea of that T. You know, is that quarterbacks should be should be handing off to one and faking to the other two. I mean, ultimately, unless they're they're truly leading out with toss or whatever. But if you get yeah, if you get linebackers, you get safeties staring in the backfield. That all that misdirection, all that extra, you know, we call them we call them uh, window dressing, right? I want all the bells and whistles that you're, you're yeah, you're gonna get confused and the dude's gonna run right by you because you're looking at the wrong guy. So. Um, I think we did we did better on that last night, you know, and like I said in that second half, and we we adjusted, but we still have guys that are that are flying around, which we want. Like we we get, we we tell them that all week, right? We got to fly around and make plays. We got to fly around and be aggressive. Now we need to fly around, but keep our eyes up because we ran past a lot of tackles last night. We also ran through a bunch of arm tackles too, right? We're not bringing our hips, we're not bringing our hands, we're not bringing our feet to uh, to finish the tackle too. And that, yeah, I, I thought that was a nice adjustment because they, they didn't have nearly the success later on in the game that they had early with that. You found that running back, too. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Kelly, big 33. He was a load. He was. He was. And that's, that's, that's what you want out of that offense. You want a kid that's probably 215 that, that is just going to stay low behind his pads. And he was tough to bring down, right? If we try to tackle high, we were getting run over and we weren't getting him to the ground. I feel like your front did pretty well last night. I mean, that, that's why you were able to have some success. They were able yeah. to do what they're supposed to do. Well, and, and that, that's exactly what they're supposed to do, right? If they if they can contain the offensive line and not allow them to get on hands on our linebackers, then we're yeah we're in business, right? If we can allow our linebackers to make plays, you know that's why we put Alan Barrera and Carter Bush and Michael Sheely at that linebacker position because they're they're fantastic athletes that are going to fly up. Um, so yeah, the D line did a good job. I think at times we, we we pulled the guy off to talk to him and then put him right back in the game, you know, because they ran some trap, um, they ran some power, and our guys, if you get up field at all, there's wide open holes to run through. So Barrera's quite having a really good year. He's a fantastic kid. Yeah. He's, he's the type of kid that's not going to tell anybody, not going to say anything because he's quiet. But he he has accepted that role at that outside linebacker position and and done a fantastic job. He's undersized too. Very, I mean, that's the thing people yes. got to understand. He's really a corner playing yeah. linebacker. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure, no doubt about it. You know, and but he, he he's not going to take a set. He ain't going to take any excuses. He's not going to complain about it. He's going to go out and execute and go do his job. And we can't ask anything else out of him. Other than the you know a couple of the big plays, I felt like your defense got better last night. Yeah, I think they. Did. I mean, obviously the score, the score is crooked number eight, right? But half of that was on, you know, a pick six on offense, and then an interception that they took back, um, at least to midfield. So take away, take away fourteen of that, you know, it's twenty-eight to thirty or twenty. Sorry, twenty-eight thirty-one. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I think. I mean, and obviously, it's you never want to give up that many points, right? I mean, that's no. thirty-one points is still a, a decent number of points, but like. You also have to expect, you know, that it's going to happen against a team that has some really good athletes out there with 14 and 33. And, um, you know, and, and this conference, this conference likes to score points. I mean, there's, you know, defensive yeah. coordinators in this conference have their work <laughs> cut out for them because there's a lot of high-powered offenses up here in this conference, you know, and I think that's 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 tough, right? So 
it's going to come down to, you know, at some point there's going to be, you know, we, who, I forget who played last week, um, Mishawaka and oh, Northridge. Yeah, Northridge. It's like 55 to 40 something, yeah. right? And double overtime. Yeah. Like that, that's crazy, right? That's yeah. a lot of points. And then you see, you know, down, down the road, you know, teams that are playing to, to eight to three finals. And it's like, how does that happen? Right. So there's that, there's, that just means our conference has athletes and it means our conference has, you know, tremendous football players that are going to go play at the next level. And, you know, that's, that's where we are. Uh, without, I know HIPAA and all that stuff, but without getting into details, CJ DeLee went down last yeah. night. Um, I'm sure people like to know he's he's yes. okay. He's he's doing all right. He really is. Uh, you got him over to the ER last night and got it taken care of, and um, you know nothing 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 serious. No no serious injuries, which is again a great thing to see. And um, you know, and I guess that I haven't heard the the latest other than you know he's he's back home. Um, you know, and, and resting, trying to get some rest. And, right. But again, nothing, nothing serious that, um, you know, no, no life threatening things or, you know, career ending things. I think he'll, he'll bounce back and, and start the rehab process. And, and, and we may get him back this season still. I don't know what the, you know, the, the long-term diagnosis right. is, but, um, but overall, yeah, he's, he's doing all right. That's a blow too. Cause you, you know, your offensive line, he's a big part of that, <clears throat> that process. Yeah. And that, and that, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is, right? We're, we're this week, we're going to search for, for replacement. Obviously, we, you know, we bank on him not being around for at least a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, and, and again, he, they were starting to gel. They yeah. Were, they were starting to figure it out. They were starting to trust each other, you know, and that's just kind of the game of football, right? So. Yeah, I, the way he went down, I know Joe was with me last night, the old lineman. Uh, it was just one of those things where somebody got him from behind yep. in a pile, and yep. it's, it happens. Yeah, so. he, he was he was engaged. He was engaged blocking a guy, and kind of got rolled up on. And like I said, it's it's a yeah. it's a fluke thing, you know. And, and we talked about it after the game. It was just like, man, like how did that even happen, yeah. right? And, and you watch the film, and it's like. There's nothing he could have done. There's nothing no. he could have done differently to n- not allow that to happen. So, yeah, that's the old, the the linemen start to that's cringe worthy mm-hmm. for a lineman seeing mm-hmm. that play. But mm-hmm. why don't we take a quick break, come back and and keep going? Yeah. So, yes, uh, hang on, we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning, Coach's Corner. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is a real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, or you can reach them by calling 936-9797. The Floor Store and More, your hometown flooring store and mainstay in downtown Plymouth for over 40 years. They offer vinyl plank flooring, ceramic and porcelain tile, hardwood flooring, luxurious dream weaver and Shaw Carpets. They also offer Oxford House window blinds made right here in Indiana. Quality products at affordable prices with expert service and installation. The Floor Store and more for all your flooring needs in downtown Plymouth. Stop and shop or call 574-936-5666. Just look for the big red awning. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. Back with uh, Plymouth head football coach Adam Hanley. Um, I'm gathering as I, uh, as I get to know you that you're, you're one of those guys who's really, really big on no excuses. Uh, we're not going to find reasons why we failed because we're going to work harder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I'm going to make them for you. Uh, looking at the schedule, I felt last night we saw a lot, got a lot better idea of where this team really is in in the development. Simply because this is a, I I hope nobody gets mad at me, but while we see a normal football team, it's mm-hmm. not like they have. Not like when we went to Kokomo, and I'm hearing from the coaches and the media, oh, this is one of the best teams ever. Go D1, to war- D1 this, D1 yeah, that. Go to, go to Warsaw and hear from the media folks, this is the best team I've ever seen here in the 30 years I've been brought. You know, so we're, we're, and now we got another one coming up next week, but you got that kind of a schedule. This was a break in that to play a team that is a little more not a team of destiny for a change. Yeah, and they, I mean, they're on our level. I mean, they, yeah. they, they are us. You know, on the other side of the ball, I mean, you look at their roster, they've got juniors and seniors, and we've got juniors and sophomores. I mean, that's, you know, that that the roster, you know, is, is probably what ours looks like next year, right? Yeah. I mean, just, just looking at a roster. But, yeah, they're the same, same type of school as us, maybe a little bit smaller enrollment-wise. Um, you know, they're 4A, they're in our sectional. I mean, they are, they are us, you know, I mean, truly are. So, it, yeah, it was nice to see that, you know, against a team, that, again, we competed with for four quarters. You know, our great to see our kids do that, and um, you know, and, and, and you, like you said, no more excuses. When I and I don't like I said, I don't make them right. But we're going to continue. The goal of the season is to each week get better, right? <clears throat> you know, and, and the best thing about Indiana football is everyone makes the playoffs, and there are teams in our sectional that are that are struggling too, just like us. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that you know depending on our sectional draw we we get a win or two right i mean just just based on our sectional draw you know there's also some teams in our sectional that are extremely you know extremely tough but um you know we have to be at the end of that week 9 game you know we have to have 100% confidence in what we've put in the first 9 weeks and going into the playoffs you know executing everything right i mean that that's the goal right every week we're trying to get better to execute this and execute that um, and continue to fine tune what we're doing, and, and like I said, each week we, we're, our goal is to do that, you know. And we talked last night and briefly this morning, um, you know, through texting and things like that about we had some positive things last night. A lot of them, yeah. You know, I mean, we had a kick return for a touchdown. We had a blocked punt. We had, you know, you know, three touchdowns on offense. We had positive plays, um, but in between those positive plays, we had negative plays. You know, we had penalties and we had interceptions and we had. On, on both sides of the ball, right? We had a, a we, you know, a positive play on defense is is a stuff for zero or a minus one, you know, and we had those, but they they were never stringed together enough to to sustain, you know, Captain Mo, which is momentum, right? And um, until we until we do that, until we continue to string those positive plays together, you know, we're gonna we're gonna struggle, we're gonna fight, you know, it's gonna be an uphill battle because of that, so. I think that's kind of the message to the kids this morning is is to we had positive plays. We can execute. We can do things right. But we have to do them consecutively. We have to do them, you know, in in in, in a game situation, we have to do them after drive, after drive, after drive. You've talked a lot this year about belief and trust. And in my mind, that's exactly what this is getting back to. Yeah. Is, is once again that, that believe in the guy next to you. He's got his – rifle pointed the same direction mm-hmm. yours is yeah and that's and that's the hardest thing with high school kids right i mean they they just a lot of times their their brain and and what they're hearing in the hallways and you know what they're hearing at, at walmart and and all that stuff is is you know is not what we're teaching them you know not what we're trying to teach them in, in practice and in meetings and and yeah and that's the hardest thing right for a high school kid is to decipher what what is true what is positive what is what is what i need to listen to you know and then that's 
again, nothing, nothing against the kid, but it, it, it's a, it's a struggle every day for them to decide yeah. what am I going to do today? How am I going to be better today? You know, and taking care, we talked about last night, taking care of the little things in the, uh, in the classroom, you know, yeah. I mean, in, with grades, I mean, if you're, you're, you're coming in to practice with four, four F's or three D's and an F or whatever it is, how can you expect to, to be focused in practice and execute the game plan in practice when you're not taking care of it in the classroom? You know, and, and that's, they, they, there's a hundred percent correlation to that because you're in the school, you know, the school building all day long and then three fifteen hits and then you get dressed and you come out to practice. Well, if you just got done with a, te- a teacher that says, Hey, you've got three, four F's, how are you going to be focused for practice? You know, and, or you just got done serving a detention because you were tardy, right? How, how are you going to come out to practice and be focused and execute the game plan? If you're, you're, you know, you're messing around in the school building. So that's just another thing that we're trying to employ these young men to 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 get get things figured out, you know, during the school day and get things figured out at classroom because eventually they're going to leave this high school. Eventually they're going to leave this program, you know, and then they're in the real world. So yeah. what we've what we've taught them, hopefully these you know these four years they're with us is is going to let them you know have the ability to succeed in real life. I got to say, it was really refreshing to hear that when you said that to me last night after the game. It was a you know, 100% correlation between what you do in the class and what you do. Because that's any coach I've ever been around, that's exactly, exactly what – if you're not – you have to ha- – you're building good habits, I guess. And one of them is discipline and focus. And if you don't have that in the classroom, it's not going to happen on the field either. No. And, again, I, I don't know if – if they don't realize it or they don't want to admit it, but I mean, that, that's what it is like that. And we, we hold them accountable. I mean, on Wednesdays we check grades and on Wednesdays, if you've got D's or F's, you're seeing, you know, the coaches at their practice and you're running for them, you yeah. know, and you're conditioning for them because two things, you're obviously not taking care of it in the classroom. And, and then midterms come out and quarter grades come out and you're not passing enough classes. You've just played eight weeks of football and now you're useless, right? You, you don't, you can't play. You, you physically cannot dress Week nine in the sectionals, if you don't pass enough classes. So all that practice you've put in, all that time you've put in for the eight, eight regular season games, you know, is, is gone out the window now. Now, again, you've got the opportunity to get those grades back and fix and do it again next year. But, what I mean, what why why would you go through an eight-week season and then, oh, well, not week nine and sectionals come, I, I'll, just, I'll just stop playing. Like, that's, that's when the game's on the line. That's when I need you, right? And then <laughs> – and you're you're sitting on the sideline watching because you didn't you didn't take care of business in the school period. So, again, it, it's just accountability, you know, that we're trying to teach these young men to to be accountable. Because again, in in some of these kids in in six seven months they're out of high school, right? You know, and they're looking for a job or they're joining the military or they're going to college, and right. we're not there to help them, you know. And, and mommy and daddy usually, unless there's community colleges, they're not around anymore either. Right? You're on your own, yeah. and you've got life decisions to make. So. We're just trying to trying to keep them accountable and, and continue to work on that. Yeah, I found that refreshing because those guys will break your heart. But, Coach, it's not fun in the classroom. Come on. It's fun to run around on a football field. That's different. It's also not fun to condition after <laughs> class for 20 minutes. So, I think, I mean, again, we, we've been in high school. And, and I, we, a lot of us are high school teachers and junior high teachers. Yeah. It's not that difficult. I mean, there are if you're taking AP, dual credit, that kind of stuff, and you've got a C, okay, yeah, we'll we'll accept that. Yeah. But if you're in basic level math and basic level biology, and you're still getting twenty two percent, like something's wrong. You know, you're you're trying harder to not pass that class than you are if you just turn in your stuff. So, 
We've had those conversations, yes. You almost have to work at I mean, basically, yes. most teachers will, will do what they have to do to help you. Yes. To do, you, do whatever that they need to do to get you. To, they want you to pass, too. Yes. So basically, show up and not be a, you know what? A and and a you're going to get help if you need it. You're going to get what you need. And again, and I, I, can, I can't speak for every teacher, but I can speak <laughs> for a majority of our teachers. <clears throat> if you need help and you oh, ask yeah. them, they will help you. Right, yeah. and I think that's the biggest thing. That's a pride thing for some of our kids and sure. high school kids in general, is to go to the teacher and say, "I truly don't understand this, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you help me?" Right, like that is that is a lot for a high school kid to lay on the line, um, you know, to to admit that. So, right. again, we're 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 working that on, you know, and we're like I said, we're trying to keep them accountable, and, and we'll continue to get better with that. One big positive again: twenty eight points. I mean, yeah. twenty eight points is going to win. Quite a few football games. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's good to see those 28 not just come 100% on the offense, too. I mean, obviously you want 35 from the offense and a couple from special teams or whatever it is, but it's nice to see that other points of the game that we've practiced and we've repped have come into play, too. I mean, obviously a punt block and a, and a kick return for a touchdown. Special teams will help you you know, win, win or lose games. So, um, yeah, it's great to see all aspects of the game. Let's talk a little bit about the week coming up as we're uh... – winding down here you we i alluded to it a little bit earlier mishawaka comes in unbeaten um they've played a similar kind of schedule they're averaging almost 40 points a game they aren't giving up hardly any um this is another really big handful for you guys this weekend yeah and unfortunately we're on the road again too i mean it's just <laughs> what else is new right yeah, i know you get that home home cooking for one week and it's like sorry <laughs> see you later so yeah, I mean, yeah, four four out of five on the road to start the season. Um, you know, and it is what it is. And Mishawaka, like I said, Coach Coach Keith up there is, is doing great things, and he runs a similar offense to Warsaw. I mean, it's kind of that same kind of flexbone type stuff. And, again, it comes back to discipline. It comes back to discipline and assignments on, on what, you know, what we teach all week and what we practice all week. And, and like I said, it comes down to the execution on Friday night and, you know, what we've, what we've taught and what we've coached all week is – you know, up, up to them to to go out and execute. And granted, the personnel will be different, but I'm sure. I'm sure it's a, it, it is a positive too that you have seen this before. They're probably they're going to throw some surprises at you, but it's not going to be all brand new to these guys. No, no, absolutely not. You know, and again, it's great <clears throat> it's great to see a similar offense again for our kids that they like I said we repped it two weeks ago, so it's still kind of fresh in their mind um, with with what they do and. Um, Again, it's going to come down to who who wants to be tough. And again, there, what he's got, I, I haven't, I don't know their roster. I haven't checked the roster, but I would, my guess is he's got a senior laden team that's yeah. been in this system for years, and then they know how to execute it well. I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, that's how they teach it, and that's what, how they know how to execute. So far as your offense goes, what are have you had a chance to break their defense down at all? No, we haven't touched on that at all. Um, Obviously, it's going to be execution again. At this point, you almost don't have to, do you? I mean, it's about you doing what you do. Exactly. I mean, we talked we talked going into this week, right? Whatever, regardless of the defense they give us, we've got to go out and execute our base plays, you know, which we did last night and um, at times looked really well, you know, and at times still struggling with some base mechanics and base schemes. Um, and, again, film, film never lies. We talk about the eye in the sky never lies, right? And – You'll see it. You'll see it on film today. I mean, they, they just started here at nine to get get rolling, and um, we're gonna get, we're gonna dive into that film and continue to break it down and, and coach these kids up on what we did well, 
and what we need to improve on. Well, let's get a W then on. Let's just go to Mishawaka and shock everybody. Hey, shock the world, right? Sound like a good idea. Sounds good. Um, And that one starts at 7. We'll be there. Uh, Pre-game will start about 6.30. Um, I'll see you in a week. We'll talk a little bit about the coming game. And uh, Folks, thank you for listening. That's going to do it for the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050, WTCA, Plymouth. is CBS News on the hour.